welcome to the St. Michael Advent Meditation Series. My name is Ken Brannan, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Becoming Together. God calls us to new life each day, and the promise of new life is revealed most profoundly in the birth of Jesus Christ. Together, as we share the good news of God in Christ, we are becoming the people God is calling us to be. In this Advent season, we remember the words of Isaiah. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A reading from Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. Jesus said, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Here ends the reading. The underlying message of today's gospel is clear. Be prepared. Be ready for the coming of Christ. Ensure that you are keeping your spiritual lamp lit so that when Christ appears, you are ready to greet him and join the party. But there is a dark side in today's passage, as is often the case with Matthew's apocalyptic stories. His community is concerned that the good is mixed with the bad. The wheat is mixed with the weeds. The faithful are mixed with the unfaithful. They're not sure what to do about this moral mess, so they make it clear that Jesus will handle all this in the final judgment. Many of Matthew's stories end with the wicked being thrown into the fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There's no fire in today's story, but the foolish maidens are locked out of the wedding party. Even worse, when they knock on the door, the bridegroom says he doesn't know them. Ouch. Matthew wants you to understand that you have free choice, but your choices matter. It may seem like people are constantly getting away with murder, but in the fullness of time, there will be a great winnowing with the righteous inheriting eternal life and the unrighteous inheriting eternal punishment. Many Christian denominations use these passages from Matthew to preach damnation, hellfire, and eternal separation from God. Just when I'm tempted to rain down fire on those I think are wicked, I remember the nativity story that we will hear in three days. God, in great humility, takes flesh and comes among us as an infant. Completely vulnerable and dependent on others, Jesus gradually grows into wisdom and maturity. In his ministry, he constantly widens the circle of God's love, making room for those who are outcast. He's much more comfortable with the moral mess of being human than his disciples are. He keeps pointing to the love of the Father 
and inviting those who are lost to turn around and find rest in God. Matthew is right that our choices matter and that we can do things that separate us from the love of God and others. But Jesus takes no delight in that. In fact, Jesus will stop at nothing to communicate God's amazing grace, even going so far as to suffer death on a cross. We would be wise to trim our lamps and be ready for Christ's arrival. That's what life in the church is all about. But if we're foolish or late or unprepared, I'm quite sure Jesus will still call us by name and invite us in. At least that's what the stories about the prodigal son and the patient shepherd suggest. God will spare nothing to expand his table. Matthew is good at getting our moral attention, and he follows in the footsteps of the great prophets. But the disciple is not greater than the teacher. If you're ever unsure how to interpret a passage of scripture, read it through the lens of Jesus's actions. That will keep us on the right track. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come among us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory now and forever. Amen.